0: Wolverine. Okay. Uh, Hello. Welcome to the 17th and final episode of season two of the examination podcast. The X-Men podcast covering the X-Men books you don't have time for or money for. Uh, You can keep up with the whole story by listening in each and every week as we recap every issue. This week, we're going to be examining New Mutants number seven, Marauders number eight, and of course, Wolverine number one. I'm joined by the only co-host who looks as deep at Wolverine as yellow jacket looks at Pyro. It's Kelsey Strutz. This week, Dane's at home with his family. Uh, they're expecting the birth of his second child, his second daughter, um, within the next 24 hours. So I think he's going to take this week and probably next week off. But he'll be back after that. Uh, he'll be missed, but we've got some great I mean, issues to talk about. Kind. So. Kind of. Yeah, kind of missed. Kind of missed. <laughs> so with no time to waste, let's head to Cerebro and uh check out what's new in the world of Marvel. First news story is, let, let's talk giant size. So yeah, the giant size issues, do you know which ones they are? Like which characters they're focused on? Oh,
1: well, I know we've got uh, Emma Frost and Jean Grey in one of them. I think Storm was one of the most recently revealed
0: Yes, yeah, so that's the news. Uh, the fifth and final one is Storm.
1: Yeah, and did, did it, Who else? Who else has has a giant side? So love them. Was...
0: next week we get the first one. That's Gene and Emma Gray, like yeah. I mentioned. Gene and Emma Gray, Emma Frost.
1: Yeah, yeah, everyone knows what you're talking about.
0: And then, um, it was Magneto, but the next one is Nightcrawler. Uh, that's they... right.
1: Nightcrawler is is one. Okay, I, I...
0: which is a fun choice. Uh, then Magneto. Who seems like an obvious one? Phantom X is kind of like the wild card. That's number four, and then now we got Storm.
1: Yeah, and hopefully Dane will be back in time to talk about Phantom X.
0: Yeah, I think it's kind of funny though. I think the uh, Phantom X issue is like the odd duck. Like everybody else is like a clear like, yes, these are the big personalities of you know <laughs> X Men. Phantom X seems like the outlier. So,
1: and I know Dane's not here to defend him, but I really don't care about Phantom X at all. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you weren't a big uh Grant Morrison fan or the uh Uncanny X Force?
1: No, he he just never never clicked for me, never I mean, just the constant amount of things he can do and these old things they add, like what was it? Dane was talking to us uh earlier in the week and said something where he found out that you can't smell him or something like that. He doesn't have yeah. an odor I'm like that that is just I mean Oh
0: ridiculous. my science. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, We'll see what comes out with that. In other news, uh, with Wolverine number one that came out this week and several other issues, there is a preview for Marvel made uh, something unveiling February 2020. There's no telling what it is.
1: Now, is this is this all that's come out about it?
0: It's literally it.
1: I'm thinking it's a Disney Plus show.
0: You think there's going to be like a disney plus show talking about how they make comics or something
1: possibly or or how they created the you know yeah
0: it's like a yeah. box i wonder if it's like figures or something like that who it also knows
1: it could be that well you know they did you know marvel is the marvel legacy editions or something like that where they've they've released action figures that are pretty the higher end that i mean you buy them at walmart i mean they're, it's not like you know those hundred dollar miles are six inch action figures, but they're very nice, very well detailed ones. And each one, each season comes with uh pieces for in each yeah. box. You know each figure has an additional piece that goes to one large piece. Like one of them is the Juggernaut, and one you know the bigger the Caliban. Character. Yeah, like, like a bigger
0: a Sentinel or something. Yes, yeah,
1: things like that. And those those are actually really cool. So I mean, you know, if if that is kind of what what they're doing, I'm I'd be, I'd be interested. Just,
0: just see. Particular. I'm not a really big figure collector, but uh oh, I I, I bet collecting. as a parent, it.
1: I yeah, I'd get it for my kids. The only problem is, like, if you want to get like, okay, the one that creates the juggernaut. I looked on Amazon, and to get all, I think seven or eight figures. It's it's eight figures, and then that adds that lets you build the juggernaut. Is like a three hundred dollar purchase. I'm like, oh. it's like I'm gonna get that for my kid. They're gonna lose it or just destroy yeah. it.
0: Well, and like I imagine, like little pieces probably don't hold up as well as like a figure put together. Well, like you either, know what I mean. Like these
1: are big pieces. It looks like the Juggernaut and stuff. I bet they snap in pretty solid now.
0: Oh, Okay. Well, yeah. who knows? Who knows?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I didn't read the reviews. So, or that, yeah. what's a kid that that Ryan kid on YouTube? Uh, Is that the one that reviews toys?
0: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not big on the toy review YouTube
1: scene. You, you should be because I'm pretty sure he's a millionaire
0: nice um well the only other piece of news we had so marvel made coming out soon we'll find out more information but uh empire x-men yeah another x-men book i think this puts us up to like 13 or something yeah a
1: lot i mean like if you thought you weren't getting enough x-men now you're wondering am i getting too much x-men yeah is there such a thing my friend well For me, it's it's your teams are so split up and and they're all over
0: the place. Yeah. yet We're still missing some core like so let's jump into it because Empire X-Men. Yeah. Angel. Somebody I've been wanting to read more. Yeah. Um, So we got
1: back to be an angel. Right. I mean, when he got well, has he been dead?
0: It's hard to say. I think the resurrection like I think here recently he like transforms back and forth.
1: Like like That's right. he could turn right.
0: in the battle mode or something. Yes. So Empire X-Men, it's a four-part miniseries, uh, obviously tying in with the Empire event uh, that was kind of teased in Incoming. So it's yeah. a four-part series. Issue one is written by Hickman and Howard. So if you don't know, Hickman, Head of X, uh, Writer of X-Men, Hawks, Pox, all that stuff. Um, And then Teeny Howard is the writer of Excalibur. So, so they're writing issue one. Love and hate it. same right (laughs) then issue two is ben percy and duggan so Uh, i'm wondering if this comic's gonna like do you know like here's the marauders team doing stuff here's the x-force team doing stuff here's like the core team so i i don't know where they'll go with it
1: yeah i mean it's i
0: don't know enough about what's going to happen with empire
1: yet to even think about i'm guessing they're just kind of tie-ins of different yeah, like you're saying so. ex groups.
0: Yeah, I wonder what their interest in the narrative will be. Like it, it intrigues me that Hickman's writing it. Like and he's done a it sounds like he's trying to be conscious of, at least with his books, having everything working towards some kind of end game where every issue kind of matters but isn't like super important. You know what I mean? Like he teases yeah. little things and makes it feel important. So is is this just gonna really be a one off or is this gonna be important to the X-Men narrative?
1: You know, I don't know if Hickman is all that interested in what's going on in the greater Marvel universe. That yeah. like you're saying, where he's kinda like these one shotters are like somewhere it's like, Okay, yeah, we'll we'll play with this idea, but I really would like everyone to keep their hands off my stuff. <laughs> my st- yeah. my overarching story.
0: Well, I'm pretty sure like the giant size issues, like the writers come to him with the characters. Did you yeah. know that? Like the writers say, like, I really would like to draw this person. And he goes, Well, here's where they are on my big board. So let's do this one. You'll do the first one. And you get this plot twist. Like you get this thing that's part of my larger narrative for your book. Yeah. So I don't I yeah. don't know. Maybe he can tie something in there, maybe not. We'll we'll check it out and let you know either way correct um any thoughts before we head into the exciting uh wolverine number one issue
1: i was trying to think of any additional news really in um
0: there's some stuff going on with like disney plus um the guy who is the martian manhunter in supergirl which i Mm -hmm. haven't watched he um, is, he I got cast
1: in other, I've only seen that in crossovers, so.
0: Okay. Well, the guy who's Martian Manhunter got cast for some undisclosed role in Falcon Winter Soldier. That was kind of new.
1: Yeah. And, and I'm getting excited for the TV shows you're going to be doing Um, in a DC related thing. I, I did look at uh, Ben Affleck's interview that he gave and the reason he decided
0: to step down from the Batman stuff. Yeah, Red Batman. Like, literally read Batman with the new Pattinson suit. But, so what's yeah. the deal with Ben Affleck, former well, Daredevil? The
1: original, the original, um, statement they made, he made was, um, that he wasn't liking the script that he had written and things like that. But I guess some of the people came forward and said, no, the script was actually really good. The, in, I guess in a recent interview, uh, Ben Affleck revealed that, you know, I guess he, uh, it seems like he took a lot of heat from justice league and really kind of took it to heart and really had some drinking issues over that. And we memed
0: it guys. We wait. memed it. The hello Darkness, my old friend.
1: Yeah. And, and I guess when, when he was submitting the, the script for the Batman, they were telling him, it's like, yeah, you're going to drink yourself to death, you know, with how, how seriously you're taking this. So he decided to step away from it.
0: Well, I, you know, I can respect that. And, I know. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I see like these celebrities and stuff and I'm like you're making millions of dollars. How are you? But you know, like mental health things and things like alcoholism. Well, it doesn't matter fair, who you are.
1: To be fair for him too, it's really respectful to see I respect the fact that you see someone who really cared about the project and did take it to heart, including the criticisms. I mean, when people hammered Batman vs. Superman, he just seemed to be really upset by it. Like, he was just like, oh man, you know, I really, I was really trying and he just got trolled for it.
0: Yeah. And I, I don't think, I don't think there's any one person I blame those movies on. You might be able to throw like Snyder Snyder under the bus, but like clearly he had personal stuff going on at the same time too. He did. So, yeah, that's tough. Either way, like (laughs) I, I hate in the world where we're like, butcher everybody if they do something i don't like and it, it, it is sad to see like you know people are going through hard stuff and i i wish every movie that got made was good like i it never want to watch a bad movie it though.
1: was a brutal undertaking for them to do anyway because you know there yeah. were things that they did nail that got people excited but the, the cow the, the, the batman costume they had i think i think that's the top costume that they've yeah. ever had for batman was batman the frank miller look kind of yes, thing I that it nailed. looked like miller's
0: art but also yes. real i thought they nailed so, it Speaking of suits and stuff, um, what would you think of the new Pattinson Batman suit? I haven't gotten a good picture
1: of it. Uh, the, the picture I see of it, he looks a little skinny in it and stuff. And that's just the film, the basic film test one. You know, that's not final yeah. production type It was thing. something they
0: were willing to put out publicly, yeah. though. Yeah. Like, I, it wasn't I, like a leap thing. I
1: wasn't excited for it, but.
0: Uh, a lot of criticisms stem around the fact that it looks like Daredevil from the TV show, which I'm like, how's that a criticism? That costume looks great.
1: That costume, that is probably the best done Marvel costume I've seen.
0: Yeah. Um, and if that's a criticism, like put a cape on that and it still looks cool. So why, yeah. why break it? You know, if it, if it works, um, yeah. go for it. Yeah. I'm excited to see what all they end up doing with uh, that Batman run. Pattinson was somebody who's kind of, Malign, kind of like Ben Affleck for Justice League. Pattinson into the Twilight movies. People didn't like that, but he's shown he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, Who could he... he play from the Marvel Universe? Reed Richards? You think so? Do the intelligent Reed Richards thing? I think he could be a Reed Richards. Uh... Any X-Men you'd like to see him play? Mm. Well, he's British. He could be Chamber. Chamber. Oh, that that would be interesting. I think Wait, he could do well, Angel an pretty well. Yeah. I mean Do the do the Archangel slash Angel. He's got the pretty boy, he's but he's a, also kind of brooding.
1: He's a good he he's a really good actor. I mean, if you if you saw The Lost City of Z, which is he good in that one? Is on Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. he's he's very good in it. Um you, you forget that he was in the Twilight movies and it's it's kind of a good showcase there's another one he does with oh who's the individual he plays oh he's the bad guy in iron man 3
0: uh the main one uh i know who you're talking about
1: um not not ben kingsley not not the mandarin
0: yeah i know who you're talking about it'll drive me crazy thinking about it but yeah, no, i
1: can't think of his name but um He's in a movie with him and it's, it's, that's really good too. So,
0: yeah. So Robert Pattinson's really good. I, I, let's talk some DC heroes and where you'd like to see him. So you get, what about Gal Gadot? She could play an X-Men. Where would you put her at? Psylocke. Oh, that would, that'd be pretty solid. Um, maybe, maybe even do the Captain Britain kind of story. I know she's Jewish yes. though, right? But you could oh. you could do What's the, the Excalibur story. I mean. Yeah, you could do Excalibur with her.
1: Um, um
0: what if, I I had this one, so I just watched that Super Bowl commercial over, over like the over the Super Bowl. Do you remember the one with Aquaman?
1: Jason oh, Momoa, yes, where he's just where his, like his skinny guy off
0: and getting ready to lay down. Yes. What about Jason Momoa Apocalypse? Could he pull it off, or is he too? what he more saber tooth? You think? I don't know how good of an
1: actor he is. Maybe Sabretooth. Maybe Sabretooth? Maybe Sabretooth. That's Sabretooth. true. Aquaman was little. Do, though, man. It's... I, I really I grew up on 90s Sabretooth, the big, giant, just serial killer Sabretooth.
0: Yeah. You know? He could do that That's... really well.
1: Can't you? I don't know. I mean, he's not terrible. He's just. You he say he's got to have more little...
0: grit to him, he's a little too yeah. clean.
1: You know, and, and again, ever since, ever since um Heath Ledger is the Joker, I'll give anyone a shot at it. Yeah. You know, a- anyone can have a shot because after I originally hearing Heath Ledger, I poo-pooed that and well, pff, I was wrong on that account. Yeah. What about, did you see the Joker movie? I did not. I've been meaning to rent it. Um. Yeah. I hear it's good. You know, I mean,
0: yeah. I well, think that's the actor that is um, one of,
1: that is one of those characters, Joaquin too, Phoenix. that like when they said Joaquin Phoenix, I thought, yeah, OK, that guy is crazy in his own right. So why not? He doesn't have shot. to
0: act. Just be yourself. Yeah, just show up, just show up, <laughs> just show up <laughs> make like your when money. Melinda
1: Bonham Carter plays anything it's like, hey, what are you wearing today? Oh, a frayed dress and your hair's wild. Yeah, sure. That'll work.
0: What about a Joaquin Phoenix, Mr. Sinister?
1: No, oh, I could go. Oh, Uh, there you go. Robert Pattinson.
0: Pattinson could be a a Mr. Sinister. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Well, um, lots of potential there. Let's jump into this week's comics, man. Let's so Wolverine number one's an oversized issue. It's got two separate stories. Uh, first one's the flower cartel. And the second is the catacombs, uh, both written by Benjamin Percy, who also writes X-Force. The Flower Cartel opens up with a battle-damaged Wolverine surrounded by the dead bodies of the X-Force field team that we're used to seeing. It includes Domino, Quentin Quire, and even Jean Grey. We're then treated the flashbacks that kind of build up to that scenario that we we had in Alaska where all the X-Force people were dead. So it goes back to him having a drink with Kitty Pride, celebrating, you know, this is the best Wolverine's life has been in a long time. This idea of the Kakoa Nation feeling at home, being reunited with Jean and even Cyclops like a family. Um, and then it also talks about that. There's this group that, that may be taking the cocoa and plants and using them as the black market, like as part of the black market and selling them as a drug um, illegally. Uh, then the story bounces over to another individual, a CIA agent named Bannister, who is investigating some grisly murders slash suicides that appear associated with the missing plants, uh, Kakoan plants that are used as drugs, and they involve self-inflicted wounds, the murders do. The tracks lead Wolverine and Bannister to investigate a, a group called Order of X, a cult-like religion obsessed with Kakoa. The cult dies after taking a bad batch of cocoan plants and meeting Wolverine in the bad mood. After interrogating the dealer who provided the cult with the drug, it's revealed that some pale lady with mind control powers has been dealing the drugs or supplying the drugs to the dealer. I should say Uh, the story cuts back to our opening scene where Wolverine has recently killed his X-Force allies. And it becomes clear after Logan confronts this pale lady that she was the one that mind controlled Logan to make him kill his teammates. Uh, Just as he's about to approach her, she disappears and he runs in the agent banister over in Alaska. And it's, the ending note is it re- is revealed that Logan might have had his my mi- memory or re- like erased, like classic Wolverine thing. So it ends with Bannister saying like Who are you?" Wolverine says, "I was just wondering that." What would you think of the first story, Kelsey?
1: Man, I loved it. Um,
0: yeah, it's pretty good. It, it interesting it warrant, panel I, layouts.
1: Yes, uh, the the story progression. Uh, Agent Bannister was. Awesome, had like a Lebowski style CIA agent. Um
0: Yeah. Uh I, I especially like that panel of Wolverine attacking the cult people where it's just a bunch of claw marks and then like Wolverine's leg at the end of the panel. Like he he had clearly ran through and cut everyone down. Yeah. So some cool stuff like that. What'd you think of this uh the use of the Cohen plants in the black market thing?
1: Well, um I, it's. I, I'm not surprised by it. Um, they've hinted that there is a black market for it, even for. You know Krakoa itself selling them, with with the Hellfire Trading Company, um. You know, I wondered if this would lead back to oh that um, Green Society or whatever, uh, that the botanist women, the herbologists... yeah.
0: I or even the one from X Force.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um cuz it's it's more and more people are getting their hands on the you know pedals and things like that to be able to use them in different manners. You know, I mean just cuz you had the idea to use them for these drugs doesn't mean other people aren't going to have the idea once they get their hands on them to change them the ways they want. It it's you you've you've opened Pandora's box with this stuff. Eventually it's going to get out. You know, it's it's yeah. like having the patent for a drug and you don't want to oh you're you're you don't want a generic copy to come out. Well guess what? Eventually your patent's gonna run out and that generic copy's gonna show up. So and they're just
0: You you said you liked uh Agent Bannister's kinda Lebowski style. Did you think it was uh do you think the character is interesting? Is it somebody you want to read more of? Or Yeah, I, I hope Wolverine? he keeps showing
1: up. And I like that he's, he's kind of linked to the X desk somehow.
0: Yeah, um, I, mean, I think I think he's a pretty cool character. Mm-hmm. Do you like that use of narrative? It, it reminds me kind of of the podcast, the Wolverine podcast that Percy did. Yes.
1: And did you did you get a chance to listen to that podcast through?
0: I, I listened to all of the first one and the, most of the second the fir- one. The first one's
1: really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah um yeah it it it's a really interesting progression um the introduction of the pale lady as being another bad guy
0: who could be Apoth again, you don't know <laughs> you don't, so uh, that's actually my final point I wanted to get to. What did you think of this pale lady do you think she is a mutant?
1: I don't know, I really hope it's Apoth. <laughs> i'm um
0: I'm, I'm digging in. You're you're hoping for Apoth. I Either way, some sort A-Poth of mind AI. control, telepathic with that drug dealer. For a second I thought it might be Shadow King. Did you see the drug dealer? It's yes. like, is that yes. Shadow King? But he didn't have the goofy hat. No, so.
1: I and mean, he was Russian.
0: Ah, uh, that's true. It's true. So um well, Shadow King hops bodies all the time. Who knows? Yes, it's true. The only giveaway is that hat, and he always like gets fez, fat eventually. <laughs> he always likes to eat and, and whatever body he gets gets a little yeah. heavy set
1: Duh. so
0: um i'm excited uh wolverine number two hopefully we get to pick up where this story left off speaking yeah. of number two oh, there was hold that hold on hold on, though.
1: Hold on. i have yeah. a question did you notice that domino was fully healed in this issue
0: you know i didn't really pay attention to that
1: yeah well look she has no no damage on her body
0: well kate pride's alive so there's no telling when this happened
1: well yeah but theoretically it's happened since she's joined x-force which is you know
0: so you're saying this happened after domino joined x-force yes before kitty pride died
1: yes because kitty cuz she joined <laughs> x-force and it, it, i don't know i'd have to go back and read everything with them both just to put a timeline together but it's just something i noticed um
0: yeah or maybe this happened so early that it was Maybe. before either of those books, because that's Maybe. the only thing that would make sense as far as Domino not being injured.
1: Yeah, before she goes out on her solo mission.
0: Heaven forbid it's that the editorial didn't say scruff up Domino's face for us so that this makes sense. Yeah. I don't know. That can't be it.
1: <laughs> Never.
0: What'd you think of a uh, second story? The, uh, the, the catacombs
1: it was it was cool um it, it was cool to see uh, uh omega red show back up
0: yeah.
1: um, i guess i need to recap it um it this one starts back if you remember was it the first x force i
0: something? think so
1: it, it, it kind of starts back in that where where wolverine is running around and uh trying to stay sharp and kind of getting used to the island and the fact that the island changes and for for him that kind of sets him off that's like that's not okay you need to be ready for it um but also still realizing how happy he is like he's loath to say it but he does feel happy about it um uh it involves him eventually is this the one i think he meets with kate pride that's the other story that this is okay so this he's running about and they run to a gate because there's someone else coming through the gate hot basically um and that individual is none other than omega red who is dripping in blood which is not you know all that unusual for omega red being that he is a killing machine and except for the fact that he looks terrified Yes, and it, it's his blood. So he goes to try and finish the job. Magneto says, no, you can't do that. And we accept him, his, you know, coming onto the island. And then Magneto decides to just chuck Wolverine through a gate to make him go do <laughs> something, which just does not seem like the best way to go about things. But anyways, he shows up in France and opens a smashed up car, the back of a smashed up car, to find individuals who have just been ripped apart and they die on him and he believes that Omega red is, is responsible. responsible so
0: as it, one does as one
1: <laughs> would normally do um so confronting magneto they sort of talk about allowing someone to make up for their past things like that and uh, there's comparisons to Wolverine and Omega red from it Omega and he is, uh, Wolverine is tasked with figuring out why Omega Red's there and what happened. So he goes to talk to Omega Red and Omega Red sends him kind of on a, a little mission uh, to a place called Oublie in France. Oublie is uh, uh, a place, I guess it says, where people are were forgotten or are forgotten. A uh, place where they were like, basically a prison where they are put in special cages that didn't allow them to stand or stretch, and they were slowly drowned. Uh, Wolverine, in typical uh, Wolverine street garb, cowboy hat, uh, is approached by a woman who offers him flowers, and he's a... chicken I mean, you have the bleeper, right?
0: <coughs> I'll get one.
1: Okay, bleep that. But he swears, and then uh, goes into this bar, which... He says, smells a lot like cologne, and he's drinking absinthe, which he's not a fan of normally, but when in Rome, and obviously you notice something peculiar in the art of these very pale French people. He finds out, he realizes he's been drugged and that the stench that's being covered up by the cologne and everything is death. When he wakes up, he is in the clutches of vampires who are getting ready to drain him of his blood. Um this issue
0: so kind of turns into a vampire versus wolverine kind of romp right
1: it does um and i believe there in the your issue there was the memo kind of talking about blood types and comparing Mm -hmm. vampirism and wolverine as similar blood types but also different in that wolverine's allows him to not age and so do vampires, but uh, that's kind of where similarities end with it. Like, you can take some of Wolverine's blood and it might heal you a little bit for a little while, but it wears off, while vampirism would infect you and would heal you, but you'd become a vampire. Yeah. Anyways, fights off the vampires with a little help from the woman who was trying to give him flowers earlier. She is obviously not what she seems. She pulls out a UV cannon, and is clad in what looks to be some type of modern-day knight's garb.
0: Yeah, some sort of Inquisitor character.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, He returns then to Krakoa to continue talking to Omega Red, uh, figuring out that Omega Red did not kill these people, that they are had escaped them, and they were actually vampires in the back of his trunk, and there's a little scene where the vampires wake up, and they eat the guy working on the autopsy. Uh, Omega Red says that maybe he's changed. Wolverine's not buying it. And he begins, Omega Red begins to recount to him the story of Saint Julian. Uh, Saint Julian being a man who was told that he would kill his parents. So, in order to not do that, he leaves and then, through tragic events, ends up killing his parents. It's a, actually a pretty common story historically, too. I mean, it, it falls along the lines of that Oedipus Rex kind of the doomed fate. Yeah. And when he wants to when Wolverine wants to know more, Omega Red sends him to back to France where he, once again, runs into the woman whose name is Louise. Uh, Louise mm-hmm. is going to have him help her go hunt down some more vampires and they go into the Paris catacombs where they, once again, fall in with a bunch of vampires. And when they swarm Wolverine, he's able to cut off who he assumes is the leader's head, and they run off, not realizing that they had taken a bunch of blood from him and taken it to their master, Vlad Dracul. Because, apparently, with humans being so preoccupied with Krakoa and the mutants, the vampire nation has begun to rise up again. And you realize too then that Omega Red is basically on the payroll of Vlad Dracul. He has given him the cat. What is it? The cat. cat, God, how do you? Oh, carbonadium synthesizer. But it's got an explosive (laughs) inside of it. So as long as he's, you know, Omega Red's using it, he is at Vlad Dracul's beck and call as a double agent, basically.
0: Um, Yeah. I thought did that you... was super interesting. I, I like Dracula. Um he's actually there's a classic what's that?
1: I forget about being in Marvel, and he's probably the oldest. He may be Yeah, the there's old Marvel's
0: issues character. of In Saba versus Vlad the Impaler. And then it's them before they became Apocalypse and Dracula. Uh-huh. So those are always cool. Um I think he's uh they've also did a Curse of the Mutants um story arc with when they relaunched X-Men there was uncanny, but then they relaunched X-Men and they'd always have like a guest character. And so yeah. the first story arc, they had blade as their ally and they fought Dracula. And, and that was pretty cool.
1: Oh, um, and Wolverine is constantly trying to find out the ending of the St. Julian thing. Did you bother looking up what, how that ends?
0: I did not. How do, how does that story? Saint traditionally Julian end?
1: is the saint of Hos- Hospitallers. Uh, and innkeepers to atone for what he has done, him and his wife, set up like an inn where they take people in. And his final act kind of thing before sainthood, before recognition from God, is he takes in a leper and takes that leper in and treats him in his own bed, being that he risks his own contamination like extends his hospitality to the leper, and and the reason his bed is important is because, um, if you in the comic they tell you, but this is this is what happens is when he is marries his wife, these his parents who had been looking for him all these years and now are old come to his home while he's out hunting, I believe, and uh, his. parents his wife allows his parents to stay in his bed um in their bed um and when he comes home he finds two people in his bed he assumes it's his wife sleeping with another man so in a rage he kills them both (laughs) and that's that's where his sin comes from but eventually putting the leper in who turns out to be a messenger from god but yeah. That's uh, how uh do you think there's is, a uh, parallel
0: wonder, is Omega I red the sick person I that Wolverine heals
1: I wonder if he's gonna be the leper yeah
0: and and Krakoa might be that bad
1: maybe yes
0: so um overall it's kind of a straightforward kind of fun issue we'll see if uh Omega red continues to be a big part of the series or if this is something that gets picked up in X-force who knows
1: yeah I don't I don't know but I, I... Really enjoyed Wolverine number one. I liked both stories. One was more of a noir-esque um, detective thing going on, while the second one was just straight-up supernatural hunting monsters.
0: Yeah, I think they both had a place in Wolverine's origin. I think they were both fantastic. Um, three really strong issues overall. We're going to jump into Marauders number eight next, which, um, you know, picks up right after the last one. Uh, Kate Pride still missing. Well we get our first visual evidence from Bishop. What kind of happened in this issue, Kelsey?
1: Well, like you said, we start to get our our first visual visual um sight on Kate Pride. Tied together, they basically get her corpse up out of the water um and now it's finally time for the rest of the Marauders to realize that she that Kate Pride is is dead. So now it falls to Emma Frost to kind of uh figure out what's going on. So the first thing she does is call her Marauders to her and they have to go pick up Bishop. So she sends basically one mutant to go pick up Bishop and that's Iceman. And Iceman yeah. is not in a good mood and he shows up and really shows just how high powered Iceman is?
0: Oh yeah! If he comes Brutal. in and
1: he just he basically freezes everyone there, and he and he, he's like, well, I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to just wreck your skin. Well, <laughs> one of them. Okay, they they do a really good job of this from a scientific perspective. If you pay attention, when he's freezing them, one of them starts taking all his gear off, and that is a late sign of hypothermia. Where you are so cold, your blood vessels had constricted during that period, yeah. and at one point to try and relieve some of it, your blood vessels at the late stage of hypothermia will all open at once, and cause you to feel like you're really hot. So people who are about to die from hypothermia will strip naked normally. So that is just kind of an interesting, yeah. Thing. Any
0: rips a dude's arm off because he's so cold people like are so frozen they can't move without breaking limbs and Mm -hmm. stuff
1: yep uh uh but now then where was i okay so he starts freezing everyone and then he gets blipped out out of there now emma has the unenviable task of telling storm and then You know, Storm is obviously irate, comes forward. Uh, They have their little conversation about, you know, I had you guys. You guys were supposed to be kind of protecting her. She gets slapped around. Um, But they both understand, too, because she says, you know, she lets her know that. You know, that Storm is doing important work for the people of Krakoa and. And
0: And that it moved her and she respects it, sets up mutual respect.
1: Well, and they they both understood that Krakoa is bigger than both of them, and, and that their their rivalry is is bigger than both of them. That they're both working towards a common goal, and she gives her that that uh, like a mental gift of her own emotions when Cyclops was brought back after Orcus and things like that, which is kind of an interesting way to to share something with people. Um, they flash over to. Uh, uh, the Shaws, um, and they are basically just kind of gloating over their success, and they're going to have people join the uh, the black, which is you know the black king, the black bishop, the black you know. So they bring in the black knights, who are the Fenris twins. So nothing like some von Struckers to, you know, now be on your side
0: whatever it takes.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh this issue did bring back sinister secrets.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't care for them this much this I time. I didn't
1: know any of them really. I was like, "Oh, yeah." Uh, what... I, the only
0: thing I really understood was that like th- they hinted that Jean-Grey and Emma could be the ones to get pregnant, but it's not them. So we yeah. we learned that they're not getting pregnant first. Oh,
1: um but at the end, you do find that the fisherman who brought up Lockheed are now taking care of Lockheed, and Lockheed is still alive.
0: Yep, still alive.
1: And next journey to the center of Pyro.
0: Well, and they... So I want to talk a little bit before we get too far down. The Lockheed, he is, like, intelligent, if I remember right. Like, he's, like, a, a smart member of an alien race that looks like a dragon. So, like, can he potentially, like, tell let's say, um, cypher. What happened? Theoretically. Yes. So I think that's interesting. I wonder if that'll play out, um, or if they'll resolve this before then we've got next issue, which is a yellow jacket one that I think nine might be the one where Kitty pride is being buried. I think so. So, um, Bishop at one point grabs a piece of evidence, uh, the Cohen net gun, which could also, help link Sebastian Shaw to the crime, I feel like. Yes. Yes. So, do you think Sebastian Shaw's days are numbered, or do you think he's still got one up on the Marauders? Mm.
1: I mean, his days are numbered. I mean, that's just the way it's going to work, but, uh, you know, I think he might have a few more tricks up his sleeve to set into motion.
0: Yeah. I wonder if uh, we'll see in Marauders some sort of resolution that I mean, will Hickman be the next one in the basement of Krakoa in the bowels with Sabretooth? I don't, I don't know if Shaw's going to be there or not.
1: Yeah. Or is is
0: that a Hickman thing? Excuse me, is that a Hickman thing, or is that going to be a Duggan thing? I wonder.
1: I don't know. That's a that's a good question. Yeah.
0: Overall, well, I, I, I thought well, I a good think issue. They're,
1: they're pulling. They're going to pull Sabretooth out of.
0: Oh, at some point, most assuredly. I
1: think Mystique burning the place down is going to. Well,
0: yeah. well that out. might. He could be her enforcer yeah for sure so overall how how did you feel about marauders 8 uh
1: i liked it um they're they're back going going yeah they're back on track good direction. guys to
0: have characters i care about i, I liked seeing bishop i like seeing Iceman. man it was fun to get lockheed resurrected and then uh, the emma storm scene i i enjoyed i felt like it wasn't necessary but like
1: Oh, I thought it was good for for character development, you know. I mean, yeah. the, the characters moving beyond their old animosities now, which is kind of the whole point of their mutination now is to, you know, in the in the Wolverine issue, uh in the vampire one, you know, he brings up the idea that people you're trying to kill are now your neighbors. You know, these yeah. are your your allies, brothers.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think I just my, my issue is Emma Frost feels right to me I like Emma Frost mm-hmm. Storm I still have a hard time outside of trying to keep Kitty safe which I think she would do Uh, I just don't see Storm on the Marauders like I don't I feel like she's evolved from a point of being a thief, and this would kind of oh, be beneath her. Uh,
1: you know, Storm really should just be in a big leadership role.
0: That's what I was thinking. Like,
1: she should be running a team, not on a team. Th-
0: this is the former queen of Wakanda who gave this yeah. big speech that, like, rallied all of mutandom to yeah. join Krakoa. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, I, I I, don't know if her placement on the team is really being necessary, but...
0: Yeah. So um, let's use this as a kind of a moment to move on to something that was also not necessary, but ended up being one of the best parts of New Mutants number seven. So, yes. New Mutants number seven picks up with this Deadpool fourth wall breaking recap from Sunspot, where we learn that magic saved the New Mutants who are jettisoned in the space from last issue. And it, it's played to a laugh because it's almost like they skipped an issue because he kind of brings up the point that. There's those in between issues where it yeah, follows the other new mutants, and so it's like, wait, them? there wasn't an issue where magic saved everyone. I just thought that happened last issue. So very yeah, dead. Yeah, very We're funny. on
1: issue number number seven or something, or number six or whatever. It's like, no, no, this is number seven. Wait, what? Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's a whole another uh, group of new mutants.
0: Yeah, you know, he like, was re- he was recapping, but number six never happened.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and or when you say it's like, wait, there's a new mutants team without me on it <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um while he's recapping talking about that the the magic saving the group that got jettisoned in space uh the heroes including sunspot and Deathbird, that were captured by the death commandos uh defeated their captors ending in deathbird decapitating their leader which is pretty impressive well don't forget uh,
1: for, don't forget uh, the kiss punch kiss
0: kiss punch kiss uh, angry over the betrayal Deathbird leads the new mutants in a full-on assault of chandalar and attacks the imperial guard the new princess xandra who's the daughter of the late empress leandra and charles xavier asserts control over the situation and convinces both sides new mutants and imperial guard to stand down and respect her authority the new mutants celebrate uh the success by planting a seed um to grow into a gate. In Cannonball's apartment on Chandelier. And then Sunspot decides he doesn't want to leave his buddy. He definitely doesn't want to leave Deathbird, who he's got those romantic feelings for. So he ends up transferring his American Earth currency into Shi'ar currency and buys the apartment building that Cannonball lives in and decides to move the Chandelier.
1: And raise their rates.
0: And he raises their rates, but they still get a family for the discount. Yes. So I thought this issue had all those great things we love about new mutants. What'd you think?
1: Yeah. um, I enjoyed the little fourth wall breaking recap and then getting into the actual story afterwards. Uh, The the ending of it actually made it feel like a beginning. Yeah. These previous, you know, issues were really there just to set up sunspot in space.
0: Yeah, well, and I'll say that it set that up, but man, this felt like a fun one off that didn't matter, but then mm. I feel like it matters so much.
1: Like, they're gonna, there's so much that they'll be able to do now, especially with, you know, putting more of a galactic stamp with the new mutants now.
0: And the Krakoa gate opens up so much story possibilities because we can pick up the Chandelar, Shiar stuff that was brought up in Powers of X, but yeah. we can also have magic and Cypher back on Krakoa doing their roles and I, i'm excited to get them back in other stories with other groups so no, i think okay. this is a win-win
1: and, and at the end too cyclops asks <laughs> if they could put another gate on uh that that island and if you recall yeah. like you're saying powers of 10 where they say there is only there they're like 10 mutants up there in in space
0: oh i thought they said they were like three thousand. like well, there were more mutants that. maybe, maybe, there. maybe right maybe you're right I think there's more mutants yeah. in CR space than alive on Earth because they yeah. just lost Earth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, I thought the issue was great. The fourth wall breaking stuff was also fantastic. Who who won the week for you?
1: I'd say Wolverine.
0: You're going to give it to Wolverine? Yeah. I think New... New mutants, mutants was, was really solid.
1: fun. I really loved New Mutants. It's really enjoyable as like if I take all of the New Mutants ones and put them together, yeah, that one so far to me is top dog. But issue per issue to issue like just the week I thought Wolverine yeah. was was great.
0: Solid two stories, very different yet very Wolverine Wolverine-y. at the same time. Wolverine. <laughs> yeah, I think Ben Percy's got a great handle on this character and it's fun to see him work with them yeah um i i think the recap thing for new mutants number seven where they brought up number six was funny but also like it kind of made me it kind of did make me go yeah i would have rather have had six issues of this group getting me here like that was just a feeling i had where it's like it's a joke but i also agree
1: yeah i like the way they handled it so
0: (laughs) yeah so um i thought this week as we head over to the danger room we should take advantage of one of the last uh you know one of the last memos that we got this week or yes one sheets. So they actually skip the big fight between the Imperial Guard and the pages. new mutants.
1: The 17 epic pages of battle.
0: Yeah. Going back and forth, you know, who would win? And they created Dice Game as the memo this week in New Mutants number seven. So rather than do 20 questions with that Dane, we're gonna go ahead and play our own version of the Dice game. Kelsey has the privilege of being the new mutants and i will be the imperial guard we're gonna face in a good old-fashioned dice battle you ready man all right so so the way this is gonna work in round one we we face each other and heroes are worth a d6 and after that first round you're able to add in some stronger heroes you know your big big guns uh and they're 2d6
1: all right So round one, my, I will roll my first die. I got a five. I have Wolf's Bane as the first one up.
0: Ooh. I got a two. So mine is, uh, looks like Earthquake.
1: All right. And now when I roll for my attack.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me roll mine too. You got it? Yep. I got a six, boy.
1: All right. I also got a six. So, so we both each. lose.
0: Yep. We knock each other out. Yep. So so earthquake and who'd you lose? Wolfsbane. Oh man, Arya Stark's down. That's that's yep. rough. It's rough. Okay. All right, let's do um let's do let's do best out of three here. As that's done for the
1: team. Okay. So Th- then we'll do a, we'll a 2D do six round or. two d 6 Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Ready. My okay. contestant is. Oh, we got to reroll. I got the same one. All right. My contestant is Starbolt. Mine is Mirage. Not, oh, Mirage versus... Who, who got your money on?
1: Oh, I... No, mm, I, oh, my money's on Mirage.
0: With her fear-based powers? Yeah. All right, ready? Well, <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I think you got, I got me. I rolled I a three. one. I got three. Oh, all right. New Mutants win. So that means we get yep. into the big boys. You want to yeah,
1: go for the best two out of 3? Cuz we may tie and have to do sudden death.
0: Well, that's true, that's true. Okay. All right, let's get let's get another one in there. All right, ready? I yep. am rocking my number 3 Quasar? God. Quasar. Well, it's uh, not that Quasar. No. Settle down. I have chamber chance. Get
1: some British action.
0: Yeah, bring it on.
1: All right. Rolling. All right, give
0: me your worst, buddy. What'd you get? Five. I also got a five.
1: No. So, so I think that means you win. No, I win that, but the eliminated team is then allowed to introduce their final three players.
0: Okay. All right. So I've got Mentor, Oracle, and Gladiator. Okay. Okay. All right.
1: So you get to roll for which one? Which one are you bringing in?
0: I have a one, so that You're is mentor. mentor.
1: I have a six. That's karma because my team is still there.
0: Okay.
1: And I make my roll. Now you have your roll.
0: Well, I got an eleven.
1: I got a four.
0: All right, karma's down. So now we're both to, down.
1: Do you want me to go to my round two people now?
0: Yeah, so in, input your round two, sudden death. Whoever whoever wins here wins.
1: Okay. I got Cannonball.
0: Ooh, I got a five, so let's see what I got here. That would be Gladiator. Ooh, Gladiator. Ooh, Gladiator versus Cannonball. This mm-hmm. is pretty classic. You ready, boy?
1: Yes, I am.
0: All right, three, two, one. I got nine. I got four. All right. Hey, you <laughs> the Imperial play. Guard.
1: No, no, no. Did you read victory?
0: Oh, Deathbird.
1: Yeah, <laughs> can't win without doing this. It's in the official uh, rules. You're thanks ready. for keeping. Me. You
0: should have just let it go and then and then revealed Screamed to me it? that.
1: No, I'm not Dane. I'm not going to beat you on a technicality.
0: Deathbird.
1: They <laughs> said, said scream at the top of your lungs, but whatever.
0: Deathbird.
1: That's better. Now that sounds like a death bird.
0: (laughs) All right. Yeah. Fun week. Uh, New Mutants. Pretty awesome. Uh, I think we both agree that one won the week. Hopefully next week, we'll tell you what Marvel made is, and we'll be excited to bring giant size X-Men to you. That's about all we got for this week. Until then. Good night and good luck. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Examination Podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, write us a five-star Omega-level review that would make us mutant and proud. We would really appreciate it. Me and the guys love Talking Nerd, and we want you to be a part of the conversation as well. If you have any topics you want to discuss, questions to ask, or suggestions for the Marvel 20 Questions Danger Room segment, you can always get connected with us. Email us at q.examination at gmail.com. Remember, examination is E-X-A-M-E-N-A-T-I-O-N. You can also follow us on our Twitter handle, at examination, spelled the same way. Or visit our website, examination.blogspot.com. Thanks again for listening. We love having you be a part of our community, and we can't wait to hear from you. See you next week.